Welcome to this episode of Behind the Counter, The Beanery. I'm Stephanie. And I'm Adrian. And, and together, together we're spilling the beans. So this episode is a little fun and different. We are sitting in the Bayou Church lobby and we have an empty chair with a hot mic, hot mic attached to it, just, just waiting. waiting for any unsuspecting soul to walk by. <laughs> we, uh, We've we, already encountered a few staff members this we morning. We harassed them. Um, as we, we were getting them. set up, some stopped to inquire what was going on. Others, um, I think they've already heard what we're doing. They're hiding out. And they're hiding. Um, we did have a few people walk by and say, yeah, we're going to come back. But uh, they had that look in their eyes like... I don't know if they're... Oh, look. Oh, it's oh, Pastor Lynn. He knew what we do you were doing. Say, do you want to say hi? Look, everyone's uh, going. Everyone's going over there. Where are they all going? Okay, we we'll hit you on the way back. Oh, here's here's, here's Alex. Our first guest. Come here, Alex. Come here. Yes. Come. Sit. I spilled coffee in my arms. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Look, you just come sit see, in this we're chair. We're testing. We're testing people wishing. to see if yeah, they you lie sit there. in church. It swings. It swivels. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Come on now. There's headphones if you want them, but you don't oh, have to. Lord. It's up to you. Yeah. Can you hear? And then you just swivel, you swing that mic right in front of you. Put it right in front of your face. I hate this. <laughs> Y'all should have seen me during COVID. It was a hot mess. We had to be on camera all the time. <laughs> this is funny. Well, so when you walked by earlier, you were talking about salsa and cha-cha. Why? Why are you talking? Stephanie, because I like to dance. <laughs> Do you? We did not know this about. Wait, tell tell the listeners who you are and what your job here is, <laughs> okay. and then and then you then you can keep going. Okay, yep. okay. Um, hi, my name is Alex Flores. I am the resident salsa dancer on staff. <laughs> Just kidding. I am the preschool minister, so I get the pleasure of serving families that have children from birth to K four. It's a super fun age group. Fun. That yes. is a fun age group. Yes, yes, okay, yes. so so why are you talking about salsa and cha-cha? <laughs> <laughs> um, so about a year and a half ago, I found myself with a lot of extra time. My mom had passed away earlier in the spring, mm. and she was very ill, so a lot of my time went to hanging out with her, being her caretaker. But then in the season afterwards, I had time. <laughs> And so um, one of my dreams, I'm, I'm half Hispanic, I'm half um, Mexican and Puerto Rican, um, has been to learn how to salsa. And there is a dance studio in Lafayette. And so oh. I reached out and they had group classes and I was, it was really fun. So I kept, I kept going. Wow. <laughs> That's so you're awesome. like a little pro now, huh? No, 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 no. No? no. Oh, okay. You just, <laughs> well, how many times a week are you going? Um, right now, two to three kind of thing. So, oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. That's not, sorry, I'm distracted by this board being rolled to the lobby that says fasting and asking. Okay. A lot happens at the Bayou. <laughs> A lot. Sure <laughs> right. does. Sure does. <laughs> you can talk about anything here. Yeah. Okay. So you're doing salsa and cha-cha, huh? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's yes. fun. So there is a Mardi Gras ball this weekend and it's 20s themed. So it's super oh, fun. fun. So I'm going to be wearing like trying to wear a flapper dress and then Ooh. dancing with my partner, William. Hopefully it'll go well. That's Has he awesome. gone to classes with you? Um, oh yeah, he. Um, so 
I, when I say partner, that's my dance partner. Oh, dance um, partner. So, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually engaged. Uh, so, well, I noticed yes. the ring, and yes. I noticed Stephanie said that you were getting married. So. Yes. To someone named Donis. So, William okay. the dance partner, Donis William the fiance. The, William the dance partner is going to go to the Mardi Gras ball. <laughs> well, Donis will be there, too, but we're okay. not dancing. <laughs> I'm just going to get real confusing. Poor just Jonas. get out. Just get out. Yes. We're, we're lost. <laughs> so, so no. William is doing his, like, 12th ball this round. So, um, this is our second time performing together i'm really excited wow that's so exciting so my instructor she puts on this ball and it's called the crew de danse because you can have a crew for anything right when it's mardi gras yeah whatever you want and she chooses nine um sets of people to perform at her ball every year and so get to get to go party oh my goodness goodness. okay that's super that's super fun that's exciting it's super fun and when's your when when are you getting married when's your wedding Uh, in april in April, okay, yes. nice. super, well, super spring, soon, <laughs> spring wedding. Mm-hmm. And you're, are you done with your planning or not yet? Mm-mm. No, Mm-mm. okay. So I love planning events here at the Bayou, but I am not in the details of my own wedding. Mm-hmm. It's difficult for mm-hmm. you. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I understand that okay. for sure. Yes, you're caught between the tension of what do I want and what do I want for the people there. <laughs> right. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, mm-hmm. It's it's a hard thing to figure out sometimes. Yeah. Then I'm a big Dave Ramsey fan. And so we have a strict budget for the wedding mm-hmm. that we're not going over because we want to put other funds towards our future. <laughs> so yeah. it's Super also smart. making all that work within it. <laughs> yep. Yeah. We had a very tiny budget for our wedding because mm. I'm like, it's one day. I'd rather use the money for, for other things. Yes. So. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so that's smart. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, last question. Do you ever want to come on our podcast as a guest? <laughs> Sure. I, now, now that we that broke I, the ice. Yeah, I'm like, now that I'm here, I'm like, okay. It's not so yeah, bad, it's right? No bad. It's not pro- It's not, not so problem. bad. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Well, we're going to have you on. It's not, <laughs> it's not that bad. It's nervous like when you first. When you it's just it. the thought of being asked questions that you're not prepared for. Yeah. Well, it's also, it's that, but then it's recorded. And you then you're it. like, every burp, every. <laughs> <laughs> I know the we, feeling because when we, we listen that back, out. I'm like. I'm breathing way too heavily yes. or I swallow really loudly and I'm like, what are you doing? Yes. Why do you eat? Why yes. are you concerned with this? Mine yes. isn't that mine is that I say awesome to everything. I'm like, that's awesome. That's mm. awesome. That's awesome. Just it, the whole time. Yes, I'm like, you why? find your filler words. Yep. Some people it's like, yep. um, well, um, right. yep. <laughs> yeah. When I, the reason earlier when I mentioned COVID, so when the church had to shut down alongside every other business and Avenue in uh, Louisiana, we were proposed with new ideas sorry we had to propose new ideas for how do we continue church and so one of them was bayou preschool yes from youtube yep we we (laughs) watched it yeah we watched it and so that's where you know i just had to get over myself and i'd lose the pride because i was like i need to still be the same silly alex that i am on sunday mornings it's just hard when you're not in front of a bunch of kids like when you're in front of a bunch of kids (laughs) You can be so silly and make silly faces. Yes. And then when they're like camera in your face, you're like, I'm not making a silly face. I'm I'll never forget. Like for Easter that year, I had bunny ears on and I was by myself on the stage in the auditorium being recorded. And I was like, what am I doing? <laughs> what, what has my life come it's to? It's for the children. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, man. That's funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, this wasn't so bad, was it? No, it wasn't. Awesome. <laughs> and we'll let you get back to whatever you were. Thanks. I was heading that way. Everyone's heading that way. Yeah. I know. Why's everyone going that way? I don't know, because I'm by myself. I don't know oh, what they're okay. doing over there. Something about the women's restroom or something. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. Don't go there. I'm not going in. <laughs> <laughs> don't I go didn't there. just come from there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
Okay. Thank, Thank you, Alex, Alex for right. stopping by. Y'all have a good day. You enjoy <laughs> your salsa dancing, too. <laughs> Thanks. What did y'all think, Right like right now? Cool. We're, we're just we're just waiting for somebody to find out. Sounds good. Look at look at probably a fauna. Oh look, he's look how he's not nervous today. He's not nervous. No, that's because I'm in a rush. Huh? I'm in a rush. As long as we want it to be. We're the boss. Yeah. Well. Yeah. We'll talk to him for like two minutes. I have something I want to ask about. I got work to do. On now. Okay. 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 So now Pastor Linton sat down in What's the hot up? seat. He's back. Yeah. Say I'm back. I'm back. Uh, okay. I'm gonna ask him. I don't know what question you have, but I want to oh. ask the question about the Facebook post with the bird, the hawk, the hawk. Oh, that was awesome. Did I miss it? Yes, you did. He had a hawk in his. Yeah. In oh my no, no, no. I did patio. see that. Yeah, that you had it in your screened-in patio. Yes. How'd you get it out? So. You know, like I did the political campaign last year, and yeah. so I still have a bunch of my yard signs in my patio. And so I took a couple of them and kind of put them together, make them like a little wide board. And I screamed again because when I screamed, the bird would start flying all yeah, over. Yeah, no the place. doubt. I would do. And, and so he flew towards me, and I screamed like a girl. <laughs> and. He took off somewheres around in there, and then the next time he came at me, I was able to like swing him forward, not very hard, mm -hmm. but he ran it, he flew into him, and it kind of stunned him. And so then he hit the ground and spread his wings and opened his beak at me, and I was able to stay far enough away to scoop him with the signs out of the patio. And then once I got him out, I kind of flipped him up in the air and he flew away. Okay, that wow. sounds terrifying. It was fun, I but it was scary. Too. But my kids were obviously y'all heard some in the background on the video. But when it was actually me <laughs> in the patio trying to get it out, it was much, much different level of intensity. Yeah. yeah, I would say so. Yeah, but it's How definitely it something that entertained. I have no clue. The way our patio set up. It had to be very creative in order to get in. Yeah, like, like I it, mean, for you to just walk out and it to be in there, well, you know. First of all, it had to either make a 90 degree turn or had to come from over the north side of our house straight in. So, wow, I don't know. It was that was the most confusing part for me was. I don't yeah, know like, what it was doing to get itself. What what lesson am I supposed to learn? <laughs> I can get rid of birds. Man. Not rid of them, but get them out of I my I don't know. Patio. Sounds like you're threatening birds now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I love birds. I love bird watching. So that was the other part. I was like, man, I don't want to hurt this bird because it was like beautiful. and Right. I know. And I, just, I can't gosh. imagine like being so up close and personal yeah. with it, you know, mm -hmm. but also, like you said, very terrifying. How like, big was its beak? I can't really. I don't know how to. I just, I've never been that probably close about to an inch or inch and oh, a half, okay. which is, I mean. If you're standing three feet from it and it's a hawk, mm -hmm. yeah, my yeah. dog wanted to go sniff it and see what it was, so I had to shoo him away when the bird was like right on the ground. Yeah, line. you're like, not a good idea, dog. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. no, let's get this bird out of <laughs> here. She was getting nosy. We've had some smaller birds in the past, but they've been a lot easier to chase out. But that one was, I even, before I started chasing it out, I went to my neighbor's house after I took the video. And I was like, hey, dude, like, do you know anything about hawks? Because I have one in my screen in patio. Like, will that thing attack me or, like, hurt me or something? He was like, dude, I don't know. But if you need help, I'll go help you. I was like, let me check it out. 
And if I need to come back and get you, I will. Oh, man. But, like, yeah, I, I was, I, I knew it had to come out because guess what? I got home at 5.30. Our small group members get to our house at 6. <gasps> and we have kids. And guess where they play? On the patio in the backyard. So I had to get rid of this thing. I don't know. That would have been like a nice conversational piece for the children. In the back. Uh, no. <laughs> no. Their parents wouldn't have enjoyed that. No, no, probably not. No, no. So that's the whole bird story. That's they, awesome. You may have lost a few children as well. They could have taken Could have. The harpy eagles have been known to like, I guess legend has it. They would snatch up little, like a toddler. Yeah. They can do like, they can pick up small deer. Yeah. I don't think that hawk could have done that. But I could see like a cat or something yeah. disappearing behind it. Yeah. Yeah. That's scary. Hey, well, thank goodness you got it out. Great story. Facebook loved it. And so I'm glad <laughs> yeah. I got to entertain some people. We just like laughing at, laughing at everybody else's problems. Hey, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> it's like, we'll laugh about it because it's you, but we wouldn't be laughing about it. Be like, oh, I wasn't laughing when it happened. No, but like, no, it no. was funny after and people love it. So. You know. That is pretty funny. Yeah. Is this your biggest fan that's watching us right here? He's just one of my brothers. That's about it. He's just, he loves me. I love him. And he looks like he loves you. We get to hang out every Thursday morning at 8 o'clock. At 8 o'clock. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. Sorry. <laughs> that's that's okay. okay. Yeah, no, we see the men leaving the, uh, like when we're here on Thursdays, we usually see them leaving on there. Yeah. So looks yeah. like a nice big group. It is sometimes 20 to 23-ish folks Man, that's in a, there. That's a good-sized group. That's a really big group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good-sized group. We have fun. Well, I don't know his name. Jake. Jake? From State Farm. <laughs> <laughs> it is Jake, though. No khakis. <laughs> no khakis. <laughs> what are you wearing, Jake, from State Farm? Jeans and boots. Jeans and boots. Jeans and boots. You heard it here first, folks. Yeah. <laughs> but he doesn't really work at State Farm. No. Ah, he's retired. What a wasted opportunity. Yeah. He's retired. Okay. He's earned it. What yeah. did you... Oh, he said he worked at AOC. No, volunteered. Volunteered. Volunteered at AOC. Oh, okay. Where did you work? LCG, and then I went to work for a company called Plexus. Hey. Oh, Plexus. Okay. Can, can y'all get this man oh. a microphone? Because he's kind of talking. Y'all can have him. Linton, move yeah. over. Give this yeah, man the microphone. Linton, Linton has to go. I'm going to jump off for a few minutes to okay. take a call for work. So I think Stephanie and Jake need to have a little talk. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'll stop Sounds it. good. Deuces. And this swivels. Oh, Come it on. Yeah. I know this new age stuff is back in the early 2000s. Yeah. Now try it right now. Test one, two. Yeah. Sounds good. Okay. Good. Okay. So okay. your name is Jake. What's your My last name, name, Jake? Is Jake Miller. Jake Been Miller. Been coming to Bayou since 2003, I think it is. Okay. Um, started out just coming and joined a group pretty much right off the bat. Was accepted into this group. Um, and these folks have remained like lifelong friends. We've been together over 20 years now. Um, did various things around the church, our greeter. Uh, right now, uh, my calling has been to be a small group leader the last couple of years. And, mm -hmm. and it's a wonderful opportunity. Just kind of fell into it. Uh, one day, the gentleman leading the group had other commitments for work. and. Guys, well, we're not going to meet, and I was kind of like, well, why? 
Yeah. And that's how I ended up doing it. It's been Aww. a blessing through the years. And uh, kind of the small message this morning is God's perfect timing. A lot of people in the church know about this, but not everybody. Uh, if I may go back in time a little bit, back in 2006, I dropped dead from a massive heart attack. Oh my gosh. Um, the whole nine yards, the whole story you hear, and, and, and all I'll say about this is similar to Paul, uh, it's kind of unspeakable, but it put me in a different place. It just gave me a level of contentment, um, a level of awe of the love that is out there that we don't see, and it's undescribable. But went home after uh, 10 days in the hospital and at some point I got on my hands and knees and I thanked the Lord and I told him, I know you brought me back for a reason, Lord, and one day you will show me. Mm -hmm. So that was 2006. So fast forward 2019, we had a birth in the family and uh, there was no parental involvement. And my wife and I stepped into this breach. Mm. And child spent 33 days in the hospital and my wife, faithfully and myself, would go there for the feedings and such. And we walked out of the hospital with a baby in our 60s. And it was like, okay, Lord, I knew you'd show me, but I really didn't think I'd be a daddy <laughs> yeah. know, at, at 63 years old. So you never know when God will present something to you. His timing is perfect. It worked out like it was supposed to work out. Uh, we did legally adopt a child. We also realized when the child was going to be 18, we were going to maybe be in our 80s. Mm -hmm. And given my health history, uh, we kind of know, you know, only God knows, but we know the can't, the, the hands we are dealt. Mm -hmm. We know the hand. So someone else in the family has adopted a child for from us, but we had a child in our house for 27 months in our 60s in raising a child. And there's the perspective that God put on us at that time. Like when we walked out the hospital with him, we held him and we said, Lord, we know you're going to use him for the good of his, your kingdom. Mm -hmm. And it was a, it's a happy ending. And now we're at the stage in our lives where we're waiting for, okay, God, you know, we still look, we still see. We see little opportunities. Is there another big opportunity? We don't know. But it has made both my wife and I more cognizant of just observing yeah, and, and seizing those opportunities when they come about, big or small. That's wonderful. Well, thank you for sharing that, Jake. And that's awesome that your okay. wife and you did that. You okay. took that step of faith and did that. Okay. It was really nice to Quite meet welcome. you, too. Thank you, ma'am. And we serve in the beanery. So on Sunday mornings, you can, you can say hi to us if you want. Okay. You sure. don't have to buy a coffee, but you can come say hi to us. Okay. It was nice to meet you. Likewise. Thank, Thank you, you for sharing. Okay. Thanks. Bye. Well, well, well. Look who, yes, yeah, swivel it. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you go ahead and tell, tell, the, tell the listeners who this mystery person is? 
You know I didn't prepare a uh, suitable alias for this today. Uh, My name is Sagan, and I am uh, the database administrator at the Bayou Church. Well, Sagan... You're always talking to my kids about geography and stuff. That's true. You're the person. You're the person I want to ask this to. I went down a rabbit hole yesterday. I started learning. Okay, Sagan, if I asked you what was the tallest mountain in the world, what would you say? Depends on when it is. It's either Everest or K2. Okay, that's what I. That's what I would have said. That's what I would have said. I mean, if you're counting from sea level. That okay. See, he already knows from sea level. So if you look up the the tallest not highest the tallest mountains everest isn't even in the top 10 mm-hmm. they're all underwater well not all of them though it's the, it's what you said the sea level thing so like um aconcagua mm-hmm. kilimanjaro all of them so even denali that's in alaska mm-hmm. it's taller than everest it's just not higher mm. interesting it is very interesting but i didn't I'm, know that it's I, we, we were deep diving yesterday, the kids and I. We just were having a... Well, but then Bentley couldn't understand, well, if Denali is taller, then it would be higher. And I'm like, no, no, no. Imagine your father sitting, you know, or maybe he's standing on the ground, and I'm on a ladder, like I'm on a 10-foot ladder. And I'm like, guess what? I'm taller than Dad. And it's like, no, you're not taller. You're, you're higher. higher. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so I had to explain that to the kids. But I want you guys to guess... How long do you guys think, if you wanted to hike Mount Everest and you wanted to reach the top, how long do you think, like how much time should you set aside to do this task? Two weeks. You're saying two weeks? I mean, not counting prep, like actual hiking. Yeah, yeah, no, actual hike. yeah, hiking. That's my guess. Like, because I mean, obviously but you have I've to like, prep that. your stuff and yeah. all that stuff, but not, not including that, because I guess that would depend on the person. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Adrian? I would say longer. Like how long? I would say a month. And I'm not even like, I'm not even quizzing you guys. Like, I just know this. Like I looked it up yesterday, so I didn't know. I probably would have guessed three days if you'd asked me this before I learned. And then I learned that like, just to get to the base camp, it's a round trip of 19 days. And then from the base camp to the summit, you need 40 days. Wow. Oh, so more like six weeks. They say, yeah, they say to set aside three months to be able, because some people have to like acclimate to the height and everything mm-hmm. so you need like three months and that's like what you're saying not even the prep time yeah that's so intense it's very it's intense. so like how do people even get to that stage where they're on the other side of the world and they go you know what i'm gonna i got three months worth of spare time <laughs> right resources mm-hmm. um yeah like you're literally dropping off the face of the earth for three and months. And not to you're, mention. You're not going to be in contact with anyone. And the price of the guides are it's 60, like 60000 60, sometimes sometimes $100,000 for these guides, which, I mean. The I reason don't. I know that is from watching Friends. And that oh, was in the oh. early nine or like late 90s, early 2000s. So it's gone up since then, yeah. It was like 60000 then whenever um, Chandler and Joey wanted to climb Mount Kilimanjaro. You'd be surprised how much valuable information or maybe just trivial information you get from sitcoms. It's true. Yeah, that's yeah, they do. They add in fun little facts, fun little facts and tidbits. You know, and when you look at high points, we are in Louisiana, so we know a thing or two about highest points, right? Like Moncas Park. <laughs> <laughs> like uh yeah, the, my house the in my neighborhood. My house, yeah, yeah, I mean <laughs> We're not getting flooded right now, so uh, yeah. if your house isn't in the flood zone, you're one of the top highest points yes. in the state. Yes, that's right. Yeah, that's true. I think it was 360 feet or something is the, the highest point in the state. Yeah, it's 
It's pretty sad. I worked a summer camp in Colorado years ago. And the first week we were there was kind of a little staff orientation type of a thing. And so what do you do? You hang out, played some pickup soccer. I got about 30 minutes of good running in. And then I just couldn't breathe. I mean, you know, we're 6,000 yes. feet above sea level. Yes. As opposed to negative 40 or whatever <laughs> I'm used to. Um, and after, I don't know, 20 minutes of, of rest, I was, I was good mm-hmm. for the rest of the summer. Um, but it's not really about your size or athleticism or anything like that. Like altitude sickness is a crazy thing. Mm-hmm. Um, our campsite was like 6,200 feet was where the camp So that's was. over a mile. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then when we would go on excursions, we would go hike mountains because you know, you're still, you're on the side of a mountain and you look over, oh, there's, there's more mountains up there. There's more mountain. You, you oh, can yeah. go higher. So I was, I was on the high ropes, uh, the high ropes team. So I, I, I don't know if you knew this about me. I used to be a high ropes course facilitator. So no. Yeah, so you know, naturally, the the team is the ones who have to climb to the top and get all of the, uh, the carabiners and. So you're and not afraid of heights, then. Not anymore. Okay, I did keep that he did this on a mountain. Okay, <laughs> he's good. Keep, keep going. <laughs> but but yeah, during our training, you know, you're supposed to manipulate carabiners and pulleys and, and tie knots, but it's freezing cold. It's snowing on us, and so it was just like my hands weren't working. It was terrible. Yeah, because when your hands get cold, it's, it's like they want to tighten up and you don't want to... Yeah, and you're just dealing with, you know, metal, which is cold. And then mm-hmm. you're having to tie knots, which it requires that manual dexterity that you just don't have anymore. It was, it was a tough week. Oof. Yeah, not for me. I'm not doing that. Don't, don't sign be, me up for Yeah, that ain't going to be me. <laughs> the ropes course is fun, though. I think everybody should do it. I don't really like heights. And that's why I think uh, you're the kind of person who should do it. <laughs> because everybody says that until they've you know had more experience with it and like it's understandable it's a natural fear to be afraid of heights but also um you know the way that we would always use it at camp and the reason that we had a high ropes course on our christian camp grounds is because it is a trust teaching tool for the individual elements um i you know there's team building that goes into the group elements but for the individual elements um it's very much about, hey, this system is proven to be safe. This system is designed to support you. This is a physical representation of something that like, you feel like you're in danger. Mm-hmm. But in reality, um, it's not a very risky activity compared to many, many other things that people have no problem doing. Um, but you've got that fear, that visceral mm-hmm. fear that you have to get over it. You got to take that step of faith. Um, and I think that really translates well to a lesson in spiritual faith because it's those times when it's really, really difficult and you are afraid of what's coming next that you need to learn how to lean into your support. You need to learn how to lean into something that you're not quite sure if you can trust it because you've never trusted it before. Mm Mm-hmm. But then you do it and you realize, oh, no, this is okay. I'm supported. I'm safe. Even though I feel like I'm not fully in control, God's got my back. Yeah. Um, and you know, I think that it's, it's a really valuable lesson and it's a really valuable illustration in those. On top of it's just fun. 
<laughs> well, and I can't understate the value of fun. I'm the person that even when we go to like these family resorts and stuff and they have these little rope courses, you can, you know, you put the mm-hmm. harness on yeah. and they have, yeah. And, um, you know, my kids are just doing it. They're leaping and like zip lining through and climbing and they talked me into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I made it to like the second, maybe not even the second level. Maybe it was just the first level. I don't know. It was like three levels to it. I didn't make it very far. <laughs> and my kids were like, this is the wimpiest person I've <laughs> ever met in my life. So, yeah, it's not for me, but... You know, and it's it's not... For, you know, it's totally understandable. It's not for everyone, but, you know, for those people who can get a lot out of it, it's, it's valuable. And I think that everybody, they sell themselves short a little bit. You can accomplish more with a little bit of pushing outside of that comfort zone mm-hmm. than you was, expect. Yeah, that's what yeah. I was going to say. You just have to kind of defeat outside, your yeah. own mind mm-hmm. and just know that... It, you're going to be okay. Yeah. But that's faith and trust. So right. there's th- lesson from that kind of thing is it's okay to be scared. There's nothing wrong with it. It's natural. Right. You know, like if you show me somebody who's not afraid of anything, Something I can show you wrong. someone yeah. who's going to be a bad decision maker. Mm-hmm. So. I agree. That's like little babies when they first come out. They're not, afra- they're not afraid to like roll off the couch, roll off the no couch, fear. hand on the, the stove. stove. That's yep. what I was thinking. Yep. Fork no in fear. the outlet. Yeah. It doesn't even matter. They, they try it. Experiment. Eating glass. No. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I'd just take it up a notch. There's there. some adults who do that. It's wild. Yeah. Ooh. I've wow. seen those crazy world record eaters that guy ate a helicopter or something. A helicopter? Well, not like in one bite, but... Oh, but or, but, a, but total? Like they yeah, just... yeah, it was like a, it took him like 20 years. Ooh. I don't, I don't know. know about that. I don't think you should be doing that. <laughs> I agree. I think that that's uh, at the very least risky behavior, and at the 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 most, I don't understand what you get out of it. Fifteen minutes of fame. I mean, yeah, I guess. Maybe I didn't even know about him. <laughs> Can't be too famous. I, I think there's uh, better avenues to pursue. Absolutely, like coming on our podcast. That's right. That's this right. is it. This is this is where you're going to. It's be a now. low risk, high reward, as Pastor Sean every time. Say. It's a good start for budding attention seekers like myself. Yes. What is your yeah, word? What is your of word the of the year? My word of the year is grow. Okay. Uh, and and I mean specifically wide, uh, or rather, no, deep growth, not wide growth. Okay. Um, I was like, sorry, grow. Your smoothie is not going to get you wider. <laughs> no, no, not like that. <laughs> Um, it is the idea of, I'm, I've always been the dabble in this area, learn a bit about it and mm-hmm. move on to something else. Same. I, I learn a little bit about this and I move on to something else. And so the areas that I have very deep knowledge in are, uh, fewer than, than I, than I would like. And so, um, when it comes to, uh, reading scripture, when it comes to, uh, intentionally spending time with people. Um, I want to make sure that I'm deepening those areas, not picking up new things at the same pace that I always do. Um, so that, that, that is my word of the year. That's a good word. I like that. I do like that. What's your word of the year? I didn't pick one. I guess, I guess when Adrian and I kind of talked about it, we wanted peace for this year. We wanted a mm. peaceful year, but. Yeah, I haven't picked an actual word. Yeah, I haven't picked an actual word. Hey, well, maybe by uh, next podcast, you can pick one and then report back in what your word of the year is. Then. Yeah, I feel like mine would be peace. Like a piece of cake? Yes. <laughs> Reese pieces. 
<laughs> like a piece of pie, a piece of cake. Yeah, that's a that's a good spin on that. That's my word of the day. Piece of cake. <laughs> that's got three words, <laughs> but that's all right. If you I just want. make it piece, you get a piece of anything. Yeah. Pie, cake, cookies. My mind. A piece there we go. That's what we got this morning. A, a piece, piece of, of your mind. mind. <laughs> you know what? I just had an idea for a podcast title. Piece of my mind. <laughs> yeah, that's what. <laughs> You might have some competition before long. Yeah. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Wait, no, wait. I just said I don't need to broaden. I need to deepen. Yes. I can't pick up another thing. Yep. <laughs> That's right. Good for you for catching that. It was a test. We were testing you. Lucky me. <laughs> okay, well, any other piece of your mind that you need to give us before you get back to work? Mm, you know, need is a strong word. Uh, <laughs> but... But no, I, I, you know, I'm happy, just, just happy to be here. You know, there's my piece of advice for uh, whoever may be listening to the podcast. Just be happy to be where you are today. It really makes a big difference. Um, That's a good piece so. of advice. That really is. Anyway, well, I guess I'll go. So. All right. Bye, Sagan. It was fun. Thank you. Thanks for hopping on here and giving us a piece of your mind. I only have one other conversation piece on here. Which is? Apparently, Reese Witherspoon... <laughs> Use snow, like she went and got like a cup of snow outside and made like a cappuccino with it. And then everybody on the internet was so upset being like, you can't eat snow. Snow has toxins. You're not supposed to eat snow from outside. I ate snow as a kid. Yeah, I've been to Colorado probably like 10 times in my life. And I'm pretty sure I've consumed snow on every visit. I mean, obviously, like, you know, we could never eat the snow that people had walked in or like we're yeah. dirty don't ever eat the yellow snow right you know why why not the yellow snow i don't know i mean i think it's like old and moldy or something yeah i don't maybe. know um, <laughs> but fresh snow like that yeah, has just fallen snow. like we would bring it in and put it in a bowl and like eat it you know it was just yes. fun so as a kid i i growing up like in west virginia in the winter times and stuff we had lots of snow days a lot a lot of snow i'd eat the snow all the time and we're still here. I mean, we might. Have, I know. mean, it could be why we are the way, the way we, are. we are. Exactly. And that's actually what Reese ended up saying. But you'd never know. You know, like what's the comparative? Someone. So that we have to find someone who's snow. never eaten snow, but is just like us, or someone who's never eaten snow and is like the my children. Opposite. My children you know have never I mean? eaten snow. And you I know, would say three out of four <laughs> are like you. I'll just go with that. If yeah. you've never met Stephanie's little little girl. Oh, the youngest she's, one? She's a tough one. Like, I have been trying to get her to smile at me or just say hi back for probably good nine months now. I mean. Yep. And people that have known her her whole life. Like, I she mean, will not talk to them. This is, like, consistent. This is, like, a weekly thing. And I'm, I, I'm thinking my next move is going to be I am going to bring the same mints that they have in the bathroom. Oh, that's a good And I'm going to have them in my pocket. That's a good idea. So when she sees me, I'm going to say... Got it's, something for it's you. It's mints, gum, and chapstick that she's drawn to. I got more chapstick at home. <laughs> That's never been used. Gum, what kind? I don't. But I don't know how that looks if you're trying to get. If I you're trying to, to give think, kids I candy I'm not to get them to bribe her. Yeah, I mean, like we gotta get, let her know that <laughs> that I am still safe. But like, I'm just looking for a way to just get a. Well, good hey luck, lady. Good luck. I'll come back for you for mints later. Yeah.
You could be the mint lady. So mine was really just going to be a debate. And it was going to be a funny debate. And it was like, it's simple. But when you think about a bowl of cereal, is cereal soup? Because it is a liquid with ingredients in it. Hmm. Is cereal a soup? Okay, that's tough. See, it's something to think about. You could argue it one way or the other. But, but it's eaten in a bowl, it's eaten with a spoon, it has liquid and dry ingredients that do soften up, you know. But do but does does everyone put it in milk though? Like cereal itself or I know a, a specific person that works in the beanery that does uh-huh. not like milk and he has told me that he has grown up his entire life eating cereal with orange juice. Um he does oh. have certain ones that he said we should turn him into uh, the police <laughs> feel, or, or better like better paired up um still still would be soup though i mean liquid i know like when maddie was a kid a lot younger than now you know like we would put dry cereal in a bag or mm-hmm. in, a, in a cup or something for the car ride um but most people incorporate a liquid i I won't even just say milk i mean because he said this person from the beanery also told me like he's tried other things you know like water um different juices but he said orange juice was the best um or the most compatible with the types of cereals that he enjoys consuming oh dear i don't like that but anyway yeah is it is it a soup is it a soup i guess i guess if you're putting the but when we say cereal, though, I feel like we're talking about what's in the box. And it's not a liquid in the box. Like, if you buy a can of soup, there's liquid in there. Right. That's where the argument comes in. So mm. maybe we could have some people follow up with us and let us know yeah, um, y'all, what, what their thoughts are. Is yeah, cereal leave soup? a comment. I leave mean, a comment and tell us, is cereal soup? Yes, yes or, or no. no. It, but it won't be a simple yes or no. They're going to be like, no, because. So you persuade us one way or the other. Yep. And well, you know what? We've never, we haven't gotten to our 150 likes yet um, or follows on our page. So the person who can convince us one way or the other, they will be gifted with Casey Hilty's book. Okay. I have that copy. It's been sitting in my office for a few weeks now, and it is looking for a new home. Um for those who are not with us right now, the lights just went out in the I'll fire. Go, uh, I'll go motion. I'll go motion. We've been here too long without moving. Oh, Stephanie got that going. <laughs> so today was really fun. Um, was I hope so you guys fun. enjoyed the change um, in the way that this episode is run. We were talking about it, Stephanie and I, um, and, and we think that this is something we would like to pursue on a more regular basis because just having these intimate conversations with people, there's so much to be learned. Mm-hmm. Um, and it doesn't like, yes, today it mostly was staff, but it doesn't always have to be staff. It can be anyone. So most of the time, you know, or next time when we plan this, what we could potentially do is just put it out there to let you know when we're going to be here and be set up. And if you have free time or you want to just drop in, say, hey, talk to us about something, you know, like we'll have that seat available. Stay in touch with us every, you know, you can find our our episodes weekly um, on our Facebook page. We do try to keep 
you entertain throughout the week with our reels, you can always send us an email and then we are available every Sunday behind the counter.